0: Well, hello, this is Kimberly Brock and for over 20 years, I've been running my own businesses that have not only been profitable, but personally fulfilling to me. So now I'm on a mission to help other new business owners, just like you, make money doing what you love too. Now we're going to have some fun, so let's get started. Well, hello, this is Kimberly. It's episode 120 and I am so glad that you're here today because I'm going to talk you through three times that you do not have to sell your products or services. And no, I'm not talking about when you're on vacation. I'm talking about three instances where no hard selling or slimy selling is required. It's awesome. So if you are new here, welcome. I'm so glad that you found this podcast because I know that it's going to be invaluable to you as you start and build and grow a business doing what you love. Make sure real quick, if you're new, you hit subscribe right now. Hit the little plus sign or the follow button, whatever podcast app you're listening to. This in maybe you're in Apple Podcasts, hit the little plus sign because you don't want to miss out on any future episodes and tips and strategies and everything that's going to help you as you build this business of yours. And did you know I have a private Facebook group? I do. If you are on Facebook, come join us in the group. It's a community of women starting businesses. It's called Women Starting Businesses Doing What We Love. So go ahead and get in there. And everyone is so supportive and it's fun. And I'm in there periodically and would love to hear about your business. And if you're new, sorry, I'm bombarding all you new people with stuff, but I have a 16-step checklist that people love because it helps keep them on track as they're starting their businesses. So make sure you grab your copy. You can read the links below. I have another goodie for you. It's a guide to help you figure out your business idea. Yes, I'm throwing a lot at you. But hey, if you're starting a business, you got a lot going on and you need to get plugged in. So make sure you grab those. And if you've been listening a while, I want to thank you so much for being such awesome Loyal listeners. So today I'm reading a review because y'all are amazing and I love all these reviews. And this one's from Charity DGA. And I know who Charity is. So, Charity, shout out to you. She's one of my grow getters. She's starting her tutoring business and I'm just so excited for her and she's making so much progress. So, she titled this Very Helpful and Motivating. It says, Miss Kimberly Brock has great ideas on how to get started and advertise. She takes a lot of the fear out of starting a small business and I love her energy. That is so sweet, Charity. Thank you so much. And thank you for taking time to write this review. So if you have been listening and you find value in this podcast, would you do me a really huge favor? Actually, it's a small favor. It will take you like 20 seconds. If you could scroll down, hit the five-star rating, and then write a written review like Charity did. Thank you again, Charity. This means so much to me. It helps keep me motivated as I'm doing this because I am talking into a microphone in a room by myself, actually my dog's in here, but I'm looking at a wall in front of me and I actually have a selfie light on right now because it's dark and I can't see and the light in the room is dim. So y'all, I need this motivation. I really do. It means the world to me and I can't help but think that it tells Apple and Spotify and all the players that this podcast is valuable, okay? And to bump me up so it shows me to more people like you who are starting and building a business doing what they love to. Okay, thank you all so much. On to the episode. Well, hello, everyone. I'm so happy you're here. What a great day this is. Aren't y'all happy to be alive? Even with COVID and all the crud going on. Let's just pause for a moment and say how fortunate we are, how blessed we are, how amazing it is that we get to pursue our passions and use our skills to make a difference in this world through our business. I mean, let's clap. I'm clapping. I'm so excited for all of us. We have the freedom to do this, whether you've started your business or not. The great news is you have the freedom to do this. And let me tell you something. You have the ability to build a successful business. You just got to build it right. You got to take all the proper steps. You got to take it seriously, even though it's a blast. You do have to do the right things, okay? So I'm so happy you're here today. I'm talking about three times that you don't have to sell. And you're like, wait, I don't ever have to sell? And well, okay, here's the deal. You only have to sell and be a slimy salesperson when somebody doesn't want what you offer. Like that's when you really have to sell. Like you have to convince, you have to do all this stuff. And that doesn't feel good to anybody. Do you feel good doing that? I mean, I'm thinking about like years ago when we went on a cruise This was years, probably six or seven years ago when we got off the cruise ship, when we would dock at the certain little islands and things, there would always be the people from the islands like trying to sell you on stuff and like, you know, bombarding you when you got off the cruise ship and you're like, I don't want to buy anything. But maybe if you'd just been able to walk by and look at it, you might have been interested, but now you're not interested at all because the person was so off-putting and like trying to sell you on everything. Well, we're not like that. Okay. You know that, right? We are people who provide products that people want to buy, right? They want to buy them. Now, here's the deal. Sometimes you do have to provide some education in the process because some people don't know why your product is so awesome or why they need it. They don't know. But if you share the problems that they currently have, they can find out. But I want to just kind of put this bug in your ear. Because something happened recently when I was buying something, and I think it's just a really good story for you to hear about times when nobody had to sell me on the purchase. Like, I just was ready to buy. So first of all, if y'all don't know, I love Costco. I'm a huge Costco fan. I'm in the Costco Finds Facebook group that has like a million people or something crazy now. I don't even know how many they have. I got in it right before Christmas and there was like 150,000 people in it. And now there's like a million. They had to shut it down for a month because it was so crazy. Don't quote me on the million, but there was a lot of people in there. My point is people love Costco. We like Costco because we feel like it's risk-free and we know we're getting a good deal. I mean, that's the thing. I go there. They have products that I love. Okay. They price it well. And they have a great return policy. They back up everything. So I don't abuse it. I'm not one of those people that just uses something and goes, you know what? I don't like it. I'm just returning it to Costco. Like I only return it if it doesn't work right or it's dysfunctional or it tastes bad. I had to return a food item one time because it was like not good and they let me return it. So, anyways, here's my point Costco doesn't have to quote sell me on anything. Like I go in there. I look at it, I look at the price, I kind of read about it, I touch it, feel it, and then I go, you know what, if I don't like it, if it doesn't work as the way that it's saying right here on the package, then I'll just return it. It's all good. So I buy. They don't have to sell me on anything. Well, here's a big purchase, a huge, important purchase that we just had to go through, which was for my daughter who's 23. We had to get her a new car. Her other one got totaled by hail damage and all the stuff that was wrong with it. So it got totaled. So we're like, okay, we got to get her a new car. She's about to graduate from college. Happy graduation. Now you're going to have to be adulting and you're going to have to start paying for everything else on your own. So- We are fortunate enough to be able to buy her a car, and so we had to go car shopping. Well, she researched, 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 color, style, the whole thing, and so we finally got her a Toyota RAV4. So shout out to Lexi, who got her RAV4, but we ended up having to get it from a used car dealership, and we were happy to do so. We shopped around all around in Houston, trying to find the perfect one, which color she liked, you know, all the stuff. Did it have the good stereo system? Did it have these seats? All that stuff, right? So we find the one. We're like, oh my gosh, there was no salesperson out there when we got there that day. It was freezing cold outside, but no salesperson came out and bugged us. It had a sticker on the side that said the price. And it said, this is the final price. Like this is a no negotiating price. Like all of them said that, which I loved because I thought, okay, we've taken the mystery out of how much they can move down on the price and that whole thing. Right. And we were like, okay, that's the price. And We went and looked at other ones and we got home and Lexi's like, I think, I think that's the one. And she loved it. She loved the color of it, the whole thing. So we got everything prepared on our end. I called up there and I said, you know, is there any, you know, room to move on the price? And I'm like, no, we have a no hassle price. This is what it is. This is how all our stores are around the nation. And I'm like, okay, well, that's the price. It's all good. And they say you have like a 200 mile and like five day you know, return policy if you don't like it in that time. And I thought, okay, well, that's good. And they kind of, you know, overcame all all objections that we had. We were able to bring it home pretty quick. They had to fix one thing on there. They agreed to do that. And so the funny thing was, I called the salesman that she had seen when she went to go test drive it. So we saw it the first time, didn't have a salesman. She went back to test drive it and had a salesman. And she was alone. And when I called the salesman, I said, My daughter, Lexi, was in there. And she he's like, Oh my gosh, I think she loved the car. He's like, I didn't really even have to sell her on anything. And I was like, Oh my gosh. Like he was in heaven because my daughter was so excited about it. He realized that she loved this car so much, he didn't have to do any persuading or convincing. He simply stated all the stuff about the return, about the year that it was, pointed out all the features, and did all the stuff. He didn't have to convince her. We're a dream client. We were just like the dream clients of the world. And think about your business. Wouldn't you love a person like that, that comes up, sees your product that you make or that you sell or sees your service offering or finds out what you offer as a service provider and is like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, I'm so excited. I have to buy it right now. Okay. So this is the price. Okay. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. Here's my credit card. You're like, this is my favorite person ever. Like favorite client ever, right? That's what we all dream of. Why did he not have to sell? And why was he so happy about that? Because he didn't have to do any convincing. A lot of the heavy lifting was done before he even talked to her. They let us walk around without being pressured the first time. So that was good. Nobody scared us away. Nobody was annoying, right? They had a sticker that said, this is the price. There's no changing that. It had all the mileage, the year. You could see the color. Only thing she had to do was test drive it. He took her to do that. They had everything lined out. He did not have to sell her at all. That was the car. So. How can we relate this to our businesses? How can we do this? How can we make sure that our products and services are positioned in a way that we don't have to do all this heavy lifting and selling and angst and feel slimy and weird and all that stuff. So here's when you don't have to sell. Number one, when somebody needs something that you have and it's acute and it's right then, like let's say you have a massive headache and you sell Aleve. Like I'm going to buy the Aleve from you because I need to relieve my headache right now. I'm not going to go keep driving around for hours and hours. Like I really, really need it. We needed a car. Her car was totaled and we needed it. And she, she totally loved it, but we needed, we actually really needed the car. So think about that. If, if you sell something that somebody really, really needs, they're like, I got to get this going. I got it. I need this. You don't have to sell because they need it and they're going to buy it. Okay. The second situation where people, you know, will come buy your product when you don't have to sell is when they really, really love it and they don't want it. So then you have to ask yourself, how do I make this product or service desirable so that people Want it. Like they actually, they're like, oh, I do want to spend my money on that. Like if you sell body products or clothes or something, how can you show it or present it in a way that makes people want it? Is it because it's displayed well? Is it shown at different angles? Like if you have a product, have you showed the pictures of all the angles? Have you showed it on people? Have you, you know, is it just in or is it on sale? Like what have you done to make people want to buy this? Now, maybe they want it because they heard about it and they came to you because they wanted it, right? Or maybe you made it desirable. So think about that. You don't have to sell anything to anybody meaning you don't have to like intentionally try to sell them on it if it's something that they really want. Okay. If they're really excited about, no, they don't need to have it, but maybe it's some bag, maybe it's some earrings. When I had my online boutiques, you know, one of them was a kids and baby gift boutique and it was all collegiate and NFL gear. And so when we would come out with new stuff, for the teams, like we'd get a new blanket in or new shoes. We got like shoes in, we got headbands, we'd get in different stuff. And people that were diehard fans, like they wanted it. Did they need it? No, they wanted it for their kid. And they got so excited. I didn't have to sell them on anything. There was no arguing about the price. They didn't care. They wanted it. They loved it so much. I knew I was selling products that were desirable, right? So just like me for my business, there's people that have bought my coaching or come into Grow Getter's, Or even done my business plan workshop because they're like, oh my gosh, I want this. I wanna save myself time. I don't wanna try to figure this out anymore. I'm so excited. Finally, I have a group I can be a part of and feel supportive. Finally, I can have a plan for my business. Finally, I can know. And they get super excited about it. I've had people that come on coaching and they're just like, I'm so excited about this because they know that they wanted it. And actually, they needed it too, but it was a combination, but they wanted that help, right? They didn't have to, they could take months to try to figure this all out. And they could drag this out, but they wanted it. They wanted the help. What are you offering that you could entice people with so that they actually want it? Okay. So think about that today. The third time that you don't have to sell is when you've overcome the objections ahead of time. So think about the car dealership or Costco or anywhere that you frequently shop or that you bought something from recently. What were the objections that you may have made up in your head, like had in your head, and then all of a sudden, oh, it was answered. Maybe it was explained on the box, or maybe there was a diagram. Maybe there was a video. Maybe the person was talking about something. Maybe there was a return policy or guarantee. What was it? that helped you overcome the objections so that you didn't have to have a salesperson selling you on it, right? You don't have to sell to people if they come to you and their objections are already explained before them or laid out before them. Your website says it, or you say it when you talk to them, or they see testimonials, whatever it may be. You don't have to sell when you have overcome the objections. If they need it or want it, or they're excited about it, There's really no risk for them if they know what they're getting into. And it's your job as a business owner to make sure they know what they're getting into and to make them excited about it and to share all the details. Anything you can do. When we had our product-based businesses in the beginning, when I had my websites, it was just one photo and it started getting where you had to have several photos of each item. Like you had to have the back of the clothing, the side of it. And now you'll see a lot of things like on Amazon and everywhere show multiple photos, Of the item because that was an objection that would stop people from buying. They might only see the front and they're like, but I don't know what the back looks like, or I don't know what the side looks like, or does it include this? Does it not have that? Right? I couldn't buy from somebody if I didn't have all the details, if I wasn't in dire need of it and I wasn't just giddy over it, but I was like, "Mm, do I need this? Right? If they didn't provide me all the information that I needed, I would go somewhere else. And now people are so like, short attention span, and are so quick to leave, and nobody's that loyal anymore, <laughs> if you don't answer the questions pretty quick or have it all laid out properly, then people may pause in buying from you. And this is a challenge for all business owners. It's a challenge for me. It's a challenge for everyone. This is what I do for a living, right? but I'm not an expert copywriter. I'm not an expert web designer. I do a lot of the things myself but I recently actually hired someone to help me with some of my copywriting for my sales page. So I make sure I have a proper flow to my sales page because there may be things and you know that I'm missing or blind spots that I have that I need to know that I'm covering so that people don't pause when they come to my grow getter sales page or they come to another sales page. They don't pause because they don't have enough information. I want to make sure I've overcome all the objections. But again, You can work on overcoming objections for years and years and never become a total master at it. This is a work in progress for you. This is part of being a business owner to start realizing what are the ways that people have been stalled or didn't buy? And what can I do to help overcome that so that heavy lifting is done before I'm talking to them? So I don't have to do a lot of convincing. I don't have to do a lot of selling. You know, I don't have to say a whole bunch of stuff that makes me feel weird to try to convince people. Okay. You don't have to sell people when they really, really need it. You don't have to sell people if they really, really want it. And you don't have to sell people if you have done all your homework and overcome objections. Okay? Think about that for a minute in your business. If you're asking yourself, why aren't people buying? If it's not a totally needed item, have I created desire for it so that they want it? And then even if it's not something they super, super want, but they're considering, have I overcome all the objections? Okay, and objections are just reasons why they may not buy. They're just questions. They're simply questions that they have about your product that they need answered. And people nowadays, they're just quick to leave if you don't answer them. So I hope this makes sense. I hope this car situation will, you know, my car buying experience will resonate with you and you realize that this salesperson told me that. He said, I didn't even have to sell her on that. I couldn't believe he told me that. But I was thinking, wow, he had an easy job. He just got an easy sale, right? He didn't have to do any convincing. And you know, what a relief for him because car salesmen, they get the worst raps in the world, don't they? And I feel bad because not all of them are bad. Not all places are bad. I actually loved doing business with this place because no one came out and harped us when we walked out. We were able to, you know, investigate on our own time. And then when we did need a salesperson, because we now have the desire, we approached them and said, we need help. We need to look at this car. You know, actually my daughter did because I wasn't there. But then, you know, it was a piece of cake for them. They didn't have to work hard. Don't you want to be that car salesman where someone just buys from you and they're all giddy and excited and they're like, whoa, that was a piece of cake. That's what we want to get to. That's our hashtag goals, right? Hashtag goals. So we don't have to be slimy salespeople, right? So if you today are right in the middle of starting your business, you're trying to get everything going, or maybe you just started and you're ready to get this thing off the ground and making money and really turn this whole dream of yours into a successful business, make sure you check out Grow Getters right now. It's my small group coaching program to help you. Yes, you can get on live calls with me where I can look at what you're doing, help you along. So, there is no reason why you should be doing this alone and trying to spend hours and hours and weeks and weeks and researching and maybe not even doing the right things. I don't want that to happen to you. That's why I created Grow Getters. I knew there needed to be a safe place for new business owners to be able to work on growing their business. Okay. So even if you're just starting as well, I have a whole course in there that can help you lay all the foundations for your business. So come join us in there. Or if you're the type of person that's like, you know what, I just want one-on-one help and I need it pretty soon. You can always read about my one-on-one coaching. I have a 90-minute session that we can do together and hash out everything going on in your business. And I'll give you a plan right there. It's awesome and it's so worth your time, because now it just saved you weeks and weeks and weeks of trying to figure this out on your own. So that is it. Thank you all for being here and have an awesome day. Bye now. Now this episode may be over, but our relationship does not have to end here